Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, a podcast about art, life, and creativity. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is brought to you by HookingRugs.com. Be sure to go over to my website and find out all about rug hooking, creativity, and art. Create beauty every day. Hi, I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and I'm from HookingRugs.com, and I've been watching this artist on Instagram, and her name is Lori Mirabelli, and I love your work, Lori. Thanks, Deanne. Hi, everyone. Hi. Um, tell us, tell us who you are, and tell me, tell tell everybody about your painting. Um, well, I'm I am an abstract painter. I like non um, non objective work. I I I really like to be intuitive while I paint and just kind of let the creativity flow. Um, unfortunately, sometimes that isn't how it always happens as you have clients who have or want specific things. And so I have to cater uh, to some of, of what they like, but I like being free and expressive and I like creating very, very large pieces. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, one of the things I like about you is the honesty that you put forth about creativity and practicality and how you mix them together. Like you're like, you gotta make a living, right? You definitely have to make a living. Yes. And, um, you know, there are lots of people in this world who think art has to be a certain way, but you know, you have to, as artists, you have to find the balance when you become a full-time artist and this is your only income. Um, there are some sacrifices that you, you have to make in order to sustain, but, um, I, I just, I think being honest is what this profession has been lacking for a long time. And I, for myself, am, um, I just need to be honest. I can't lie. I don't like to lie. It doesn't feel good. And I, and I think karma will get you in the end. So, you know, I try and share, uh, from a real place to give, um, you know, emerging artists or people who are just starting out some real information and some real, truth uh about what it takes to be a full-time artist yeah you're very generous about that on instagram but mainly on your youtube channel like you can really you know i've I've watched a lot of your videos on your youtube channel about selling art about doing well on instagram and you're just so you're so cute and you're so yourself (laughs) (laughs) i i I always say i get that comment a lot and and truthfully when i thought about doing this um I just thought the easiest thing for me to do is just be who I am. That is who I am. And, and I just, I actually was speaking to a friend today and he called me and he said, I can't watch your YouTube videos anymore. I can't handle listening to you talk. You just like your, your face is so expressive and stuff, (laughs) but that's how I talk. He goes, I know, I just can't handle it. (laughs) Um, uh, But it's true. I, you know, it's just much, it, it's so much easier to just be who you are um instead of trying to pretend pretend to be somebody else and don't you think that's really isn't that lately the most important thing about making art anyway yes (laughs) i know i it's not a foreign concept so be who you are create what you love and create what comes natural to you and people will be drawn to your to your work just because of the fact that you are so passionate and authentic about it it's true. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. I remember years ago, like when I first started hooking rugs, probably I was five or six years in and, and I was just being myself, you know, uh, I remember it striking me one day that authenticity 
seemed like it was like a really special quality because yeah. it was kind of getting a little bit rare sometimes, you know, <laughs> it <was a> little <laughs> bit that was 25 years ago. So <laughs> I, and then I kind of thought, oh, geez, if I can just, you know, but you're right. It's like, it's a lot easier, you know, just to be yeah. her. Act like that. I think that's, I mean, I love your work as well. And I think rug hooking, rug hooking is so cool. And I remember that being one of my, my first introductions into the art world when I was a young girl, but it's your authenticity. It just shines through and I'm drawn to that. So I yeah. easily picked that, picked that up from you. And I thought, oh yeah, she <laughs> is just, she is real. She is exactly who you see in front of the camera. So so I'm going to encourage people to go on to your YouTube to learn more about selling art. And I, but I'll come back to that, too, because your YouTube channel is really sweet. Um, tell me about your creativity as a painter who like what 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 is that the inspiration behind all those marks? And um, the mark making came to me a little bit later as a as an abstract artist, I guess. But I, I knew that there was an element of um, drawing. I, I started out as a sketcher. So making marks was something that was important to me um, from the beginning. I didn't have a name for it. I just called it sketching. You know, wherever I was, I would be sketching with pens or whatever was in front of me. Um, and that was just so that I could forget about what I was supposed to be doing, like art or not art, like math, geography, history. Anybody who who would, went to high school with me knows what I was like. Um, so I wanted to carry uh, forward, you know, that mark making the lines uh, into my work when I was becoming an abstract artist, because I I was about realism. That's what my thing was. And then... Um, it really, I really dove into the mark making some specific marks that I use mm -hmm. in my work um, that I carry over from piece to piece now. And it's such a silly thing, but for me, it was an important part of my life. I injured my leg. I was kind of, um, I wasn't able to walk as, as well as I, I normally could. And I had to take it easy and I stand while I paint. So painting was just not happening for me. And so I dove into YouTube and I went really deep into the rabbit hole. I was, you know, it's crazy what you can find on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and now I'm on YouTube. So I think it's <laughs> priceless. Um, but I got into all these UFO stuff and the Egyptians and the symbols. And not that I, I, I mean, I, I do believe in life, um, you know, off of this planet, but it's just, it's funny how certain things um, uh, really are impactful and, and you have to pay attention to those things that are in, that you, you know, get stuck on. And that was something that I got stuck on. And it was one line from a documentary where he said, uh, it was a gentleman and he was speaking about how symbols put together in some sort of fashion in, in a, in a row, we naturally interpret that as language and that there's meaning to it. Mm -hmm. And that just like bells went off. And I'm like, that is so interesting. And so from that point on, I just thought, I am so grateful to be able to do this as a profession that it, it was my message that I was sending out to the universe whatever message it is, it's not, it's not known to anybody else. Um, so I, I have the certain sequence of, of letters and symbols and things that I put into all of my work as, you know, gratitude and a reminder of how precious this, um, this creativity is and, and that I should relish in it. So that's how the symbolism came into my work. But it's, yeah. this, it's those little things that we need to grab onto 
um, you know, when something is gnawing on us, that's important to pay attention to it. And, and, mm. it, you know, I, I can talk forever, so I'm not. No, but that, that's a great tip for creativity in itself. When something's, you know, something keeps coming back to you, that's yeah. the place you got to go. Really. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, we sometimes don't listen to that. Yeah, no, I know we don't, I don't, I know that. And I, and, and then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden I hear it and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm there and I, yes. and I know what to do, but you know, I go around ignoring it for a long time. Um, you share so much of your creative process. And I, I often ask this of painters who share a lot of their creative process. Is there some things that you just keep for yourself? Yes. And that's sure. okay. Is that yeah. okay? You, you don't feel guilty about it? Um, I don't feel guilty about it because I feel like I share enough. I, I, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll always get the, the, the haters that always have something negative to say. And I, I was just asked uh, recently about that and it, it has, it boils down to, you know, not sharing. I think I, I, I referred to my YouTube channel and, and the, the person wasn't keen about that, but you know, there's, I answer so many questions. Um, it, I, I try and do the best that I can, but you know, at some point I get to the end of the day and I'm like, seriously, like just watch the YouTube video. <laughs> you know, I've answered 200 comments today. Wow. Sorry that I didn't answer your one question. Um, so I, I know how much I do and how much I share and that's what's important. It's not yeah. to me, it never matters what somebody else somebody else's perception of me is because I know that I do the best that I can. Yeah. And you do give a lot. Like if I message you on Instagram, you answer in a, like, I was a little <laughs> slow on one of your, I was a little slow on one of your comments though, your messages. Yeah. You know, sometimes you miss them, but you know, I think that's pretty awesome. Like, I think that's really, that's, I really respect that, that you get back to me. And, and I think that's great. And I, I understand why some of your processes need to be your own that they need to be, you know, private and, and that people, cause it takes a long, long time to discover those. Oh, it does. I, I, yeah, a lot of, uh, some of my art friends are like, why are you sharing this? You know, you shouldn't be sharing it. You worked hard for this. This took you a decade to figure out and you're just giving the information away. <laughs> and I'm like, but I, you know, I'm not giving, I'm giving stuff away to, to some degree, but I also came from a profession, I was in the helping profession for 21 years. So mm -hmm. it's my nature to want to help people. And, and it makes me feel good that I can take some time out of my day and to give back. Mm -hmm. um, so to, to turn into a career where it's, it's all about me, 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 that just, that's not authentic or like authentic to me. So there yeah. has to be an element of, of giving back and, it's, I finally, the, I've drawn the line on my final mark making the, mm -hmm. you know, when I finally take the composition down to where I'm going to do my mark making, that's what I keep separate to myself. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And, mm -hmm. and you have every right and you deserve that. Yeah. And cause you know, that's sort of how, um, that's sort of how you get to new places too. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I expressed it as, um, you know, that's my signature. That's my mark that for you to, to know how to do that, you shouldn't be adding that into your work anyway, because it's not your signature. Yeah. You know, yeah. the yeah. whole goal of being an artist is to be unique and to stand out from the rest. Why would you ever want to, 
you know, make a painting with the final marks that look like mine. That's not right. That's not. We have to find our own marks. That's the whole yeah. point of it, right? That's the whole yeah. point of it. Yeah. Um, how has selling your work affected your creativity? Uh, I, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, <laughs> I get a rush. I love when I sell my work. So it instantly just gets my motor running and I'm like, all right, on to the next let's, you know, what else can I make? How, how far can I go? So, uh, yeah, it's a real rush for me. I, I always say it's a big joke for me. I always say I love money, but I mean, it's not like I live <laughs> so modestly. I drive a Kia. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just, you know, it's, it, this comes from my parents coming from, you know, uh, Italy as immigrants when they were younger and drilling into our heads that we don't have enough or we, you know, we don't have enough money and we have to make do with what we have. And so, you know, there's, I'm a bit of a squirrel. I just like to just tuck it away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. I get the same rush. I, I love your honesty. It's just, it's just priceless. But I, I get the same rush. Like I could sell $3,000 worth of kits or a $300 rug. And I never get the same rush of selling that little piece of myself that's going, you know, yeah. in someone, yeah. you know, like on, on, on by a door on their way on, on the way out of their home, you know, I love, I love that. that. It's such an honor. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. I'm, it's not even about the money. It's it really, I mean, I love the money, but it's not about the money. You know, uh, when I started selling art, it was just simply about being able to create, but the fact that you can make money from this is just like, that's the icing on the cake. Yeah, it's icing. It's like cream cheese icing. It's all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or boiled icing. <laughs> or boiled icing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to, I want to ask you, um, a lot of people who are watching this will probably just be starting to think about selling their work. And a lot of them will be fiber artists, but they'll be, they'll, there'll be other people too. And do you want to give them like, give them a little story about when you, the first pieces you sold and maybe a few tips. I, I think the, when I first started selling it, I was very modest in my pricing. It wasn't about making a ton of money. Uh, my business plan was sell as much as you can and get your name out there as fast as possible. Um, you want to create a buzz around who you are. And if you price too high out the gate, you're not going to sell a lot of work. And, and, and to me, if I'm going to be honest, you haven't earned the right to, to get that price. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to, you have to, you know, blood, sweat and tears to get to some of these, you know, to the higher prices. But so I would just say price modestly and, uh, and start to create a buzz, especially on the internet, you know, all the mm -hmm. eyes are on the internet right now. So if you can have a sold sign on your, on your page every so often, it's a good thing to do. I mean, be real about it. Don't lie about it. Um, because there are people who watch your Instagram and they will know that you never sold that piece. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then, and then slowly, I would say that the key to knowing when you should be increasing your prices is when you can't keep up, mm -hmm. you know, so take, yeah. take a slow, gradual approach. This isn't an overnight uh, success. I mean, that does happen, but it's the exception. Yeah, it is the exception. Yeah. 
it's just st slow and steady. Slow and steady runs the race every yeah. time. Every time. Thanks for talking to me today. I really, I'm just really happy to be with you for a little bit. It's nice. Oh, to me too. I, I would love to be there with you right now doing some rug hooking. If you live down the road, I'd run you over Panda Daisy. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice to see you. Thanks a lot, Lori. Thank you so you much. Any, anything else you want to add before we go? No, I'm just, I'm so honored and so flattered. Thank you so much for asking me. Can you please tell people about your YouTube and your Instagram so they don't know where to find you? Oh, I don't even know what it's called. I would just say Google my name. Um, uh, YouTube, it's, I'm something like Lori Mirabelli Abstract Art on YouTube, but you can yeah. easily just uh, search my name in YouTube. And my Instagram is my handle again, my name, Lori Mirabelli. Okay, great. Thanks. You make beautiful art. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Create Beauty Every Day. The podcast was brought to you by HookingRugs.com. Be sure to go over to HookingRugs.com and learn all about how you can create beauty every day.